On this week's episode of Bungalower in the Bus, John's out. He's got something. I don't know what it is, but we're hanging out at Gay Days with Ben Lobby Holmes. He just wouldn't be allowed in, that's all. Not with those shorts. My shorts are shorter. Alright, welcome to another episode of Bungalore and the Bus. I'm Brandon O'Connor from Bungalore.com and with me today are the boys from Ben Lobby Homes. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, it's Ben. <laughs> and it's Scott. What's going on? <laughs> Good, man. You guys dragged me out out of bounds. We're hanging out over on International Drive. What's going on over here? Well, at least we got someone to drag to get you over here. <laughs> you did. I thought you guys were expanding your districts. Yeah, well, they would wish. We work actually with International Drive a lot, and so we try to <laughs> incorporate them as much as we can. Well, you can check that box. <laughs> I can. I can check that box. Boys, we're here for Gay Days, right? Yes. Gay Days is happening. It's Pride Month, and Gay Days is this big uh, annual event that generally takes out takes place over in Disney Springs. But but this time it's kind of over in International Drive too, right? It seems that way. They blame everything on COVID, so I guess that will go for, up for this one too. It's blaming on COVID. But it's a little bit everywhere. I mean, they do some activities with Disney at Magic Kingdom. Uh, There's obviously a lot of activities here at this hotel. Um, But, I mean, I think we should talk about the elephant in the room. (laughs) Me? How dare you? Not you. (laughs) (laughs) The one that's missing. Oh, John. John's out. uh, He hates gay people. He didn't want to show up. He didn't want to celebrate Pride. And he's at home reading his Bible. Really? No, he's got COVID. Oh. Or I thought it was a short shorts. Or the short, you know what? His short shorts arrived, and he said they were too short for public consumption. Uh, he was nervous his boys would fall out. So that's another reason he didn't. I come. think the gays were going to send him back because they were too short. <laughs> well, they would accept him if they were too short. I don't know. Have you seen? He would have got a waiver because they were too short. I'm seeing some like Borat similar bathing suits here. We're again, we're at the hotel, which is Avanti Resorts. Is that what it's called? Avanti. Let's go with that. That sounds <laughs> That <good>. works. <laughs> Avanti, Avanti. And it's facing I drive, but in the back is this sprawling, like, pool complex. And you can hear that. Acres and acres of cement, water, and half-naked men. And, like, very expensive little shorts that somehow can hold up a fan. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> Thank God this is radio. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. We would be censored. We would be censored. And, guys, we're here not just because we're a bunch of homos. But because you're in the expo, right? Ben Lobby Homes has a little tent. or, or you have a We ex- do, yeah. We have a booth in the expo. We are giving away some prizes. We have a raffle. We have a party on Saturday night that we're hosting, a, a private party for those Ooh. who register. And come say hi to our team at our booth and find more information about moving to Florida. Well, what's the party? It's, well, it's a secret. I can't tell you. Can you tell us a little bit? Why would people want to sign up besides the fact that you're a couple of handsome dudes that make good drinks? You got to you gotta come to the booth and check it out. But Scott might tell you a little bit about the party. Well, uh, well we can give away, I guess, it's going to have a white tea theme. Ooh. Okay. Like, like all those gay white parties. Oh, there, yes. That's real gay. That's our segue. Okay. <laughs> well, happy pride. Our segue. Segue, if you will. Uh, I love it. That's great. They, but the only way they can sign up to get into access to the party is if they they need to register, come by our booth, register with us, shoot, 
shoot the crap with us a little When bit. should they come by the booth? They should come by the booth anytime from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Friday and Saturday. Uh, they come by Sunday. They'll miss the party. We'll still love to talk to you. Okay. Exactly. I love it. But we're here at the par- at the expo. We're surrounded by a whole bunch of other gayer vendors. They're Re- much gayer than us. Really cute bathing suits. There's some fetish gear. There I are think, some puppies. And, I think somewhere. And not like fuzzy puppies you can adopt. Like, well, maybe they're fuzzy no, they're, puppies. No, there weren't there actual puppies. <laughs> there's actual puppies there's here. Actual there's actual puppies. There's adoption. Oh, there's adoption <laughs> center. It's only like four booths away. There's adoption center. They got a litter of seven. There are two really cute ones there. See, this everything is, you're saying could apply to men wearing leather that make them look like dogs. Well, there is a dog, a puppy party. Okay, and you, and you can put them on leashes. So uh, that part I didn't know about. But see, you see how wonderful it is being gay. You can adopt a puppy at a gay conference, and not a man in in dog wear. You could probably you, do both. There is a party yeah. for that Saturday night here. Okay, and you can get the apparel in the booth next to us. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and if you get the tickets in the booth next to us, you don't have to wait in line. You're automatic VIP. I like to look at them. I like that they exist. Not but for not clarity, dogs. we're not hosting the puppy party. No, but we're hosting. White teeth but they party. can attend, right? They can attend. In puppy gear, as <laughs> long as it adheres to the theme of the party that you can't tell me because it's secret. Sure. Okay. I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's subjective. <laughs> There's a lot of things happening. All right. Do you guys want to talk about news? Why not? I got some gay news stories that are happening. Ooh. In honor of Pride Month, Rotten Tomatoes just put out the best queer uh, alphabet soup movie list for us. So, like, the top 100 most best gay movies oh and uh i didn't i got tired at six but i got him i want to see if you <laughs> have guys you seen have all them. six the top six i uh, know oh i'd actually number one and just tell me if you've seen them or not all right okay number one was moonlight no uh which i know oprah loved want to no. haven't seen it yet haven't seen yeah, it yet. It's, it's on the list it's like three chapters in the life of a young black man growing up in yeah. miami it doesn't show up on my netflix but i'd watch it okay i know it's on the on the primes oh if you need it there wrong app uh call <laughs> call me by your name oh yes it's number two adorable it's really good yeah it was a little too much when he puts his pecker in the peach but ev- the rest of it was very true to form yeah but you kind of like wish that was your I haven't seen that one you haven't seen it no oh it's sexy oh like it's yeah. high school gay romantic where huh. a man where, where timothy chalamet falls in love with uh army hammer and that was before we knew army hammer eats people Ah. Yeah, it became a whole thing. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Does he, he's like into blood and stuff? No. Oh, <laughs> Army Hammer. There's some contentious things. Booksmart came in at number three. Uh, that's that's the uh, the movie with Seth Rogen's sister. Never heard of it. And they go on an adventure. Huh. Yeah. It's okay. Pain and Glory by Pedro Almodovar. It's about an aging Spanish film director. Also never heard of this. And Power of the Dog with Benedict Cumberbatch was number five. That's the one that's kind of like a Western. Benedict Cumberbatch is gay? No. But is he gay in the movie? Is, yes. But like oh. super closeted Western gay man. Ooh, I'd, I'd watch that. You had, It's smoldering, piercing blue eyes. Where is Steel Magnolias on this list? Uh, I did. You know what? It's you didn't even go down far I enough. I did. I got, told you. I got tired at six. You didn't look I for the it. classic. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. What's the one with the metal hangers? What are you doing with that old? Oh, no. Wires. Yes, yes, that one. That's the uh, one that came to mind. That's oh. that's definitely on the list. The what book? would be your top gay movie? Is that is that the one? Yeah. Oh God. Like the gayest. I'm gonna say Gladiator. 
<laughs> the <laughs> gayest <laughs> straight movie. <laughs> it's pretty gay. It's pretty Gladiator. <laughs> what's the one with uh, with what's his face? Uh, the Brokeback Mountain people. That's very gay. But Jared Jared Leto uh, played Alexander the Great, and he has oh the hunter. um the or no was it he played the lover but. Uh, Opposite Colin yeah. Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell as Alexander the Great falling in love with Jared Leto. Yes. Mm. Yes. That needed to happen. I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it on my little TV up in my room because I didn't want my parents to see Your little TV in your it. little room. Yeah. Yeah. Like Harry Potter house. Uh, right. It's hurricane season, y'all. Oh, boy. I know you'll have some things wait, to wait, say wait, about wait. this. It's not, it's not July yet. It's June 1st there, Benjamin. Off? What? June, June 1st. That's when it starts? Yeah. Yes. You know, I feel like they just extend it every year. <laughs> They're like, look, a hurricane. It's now hurricane season. It probably has to do with global weirding, you know, climate stuff. What's that? Uh, <laughs> now we know who you vote for. <laughs> the only thing we know is that if a hurricane's coming, they stop running insurance, and then we can't close on a house. Oh. Other than that, I'm pretty much out of the hurricane loop. Why oh, it screws up? us up for a week. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I better close on my house real quick. There's this little imaginary box around Florida. And if a hurricane gets a named storm, actually, it's not even a hurricane. If a named storm gets close to that box, you have to all, wait until it passes. All the insurance providers stop writing insurance. Whoa. Yeah. For how long after the storm passes? Until it's outside the box, I think. Well, let's go with that. And that's a good tip. <laughs> yeah. That's a good tip. And hope, outside the box. and hope it didn't come through Florida because then it's even longer before they start writing. <laughs> yeah, true. What? So my friends, my friends are insurance adjusters, and they're like, like, they're like, healthy hurricane season? Yeah, they are so ready for massive hurricanes. And I'm like, please don't. Let, let's not do this. <laughs> no, I don't want any of those things to happen. Uh, currently, the Hurricane Center is keeping tabs on a couple of different disturbances. I think they're both in the Gulf right now, but ma- one of them is making its way over to Florida. One just hit in Mexico, right? That's yeah, the one they, that came is coming our way, I think, because I just got alert that Monroe County is under some kind of watch. It's over the Yucatan. Ooh. Right, and they think it's going to hit more like like the tip of Florida versus Central Florida. But just the tip. It will be affected. Yeah, just the tip. You have until June 10th to take advantage of the tax-free hurricane holiday uh, to go get your supplies. Go, your go hurricane supplies? Hmm. Yeah, you can get tax-free things if they're hur- hurricane supplies. Does this mean I can buy new windows for my house for tax-free? I don't think so. I think hmm. it's like generators and... Uh, I could get a whole house. You can get some blue tarps for that hole in the house. Can I get a house generator and turn it into a pool generator so it heats the pool? I'm not going to. I'm sure we get someone to rig that up. (laughs) Okay. I don't know how much you're going to save from just your taxes on that. It's probably what fifty bucks. No, ten bucks of taxes. What on a sales tax, right? Yeah, Yeah, it's like seven percent of two thousand dollars. Wow, is that how much it costs for a full house generator? Two thousand dollars. I mean, you're everything's at least a thousand dollars nowadays with inflation. What if I get a Ford? uh, You can get one of those Ford trucks with the built in generator. Well, (laughs) well, you'll work your little room in your little house because that's about all work. Okay, I know really, I know it can work a circular saw, but if you put a a high output light on it it stops the truck yeah because a friend of mine had a little uh, pull behind trailer and he went to use it with the air conditioner turn the air conditioner on it killed the truck i think that's a problem with that specific truck because there were people in texas who were like supporting their houses (laughs) during the deep freeze with that generator and i want to say we obviously summoned a puppy because one just walked by we did yeah where's the puppy the guy in his in his outfit 
walking oh. by. A two-legged puppy or four? A two-legged. Oh, two-legged. I was distracted by the second photographer. That's not our photographer. <laughs> <laughs> Taking pictures of We're famous. Uh, well, let's talk. I have this is what happens when Brendan goes to a gay event. All the gays come by and say hello. <laughs> like, he's not supposed to be here. Who is it? We kind of talked about this before the show, Ben. Yeah, but, and apparently you didn't know. But the Orlando Museum of Art... Uh, is in a little bit of hot water right now. I would say a lot of bit of hot water. Uh, they have an exhibit of Basquiat pa- paintings that they've they've attributed to Basquiat, and it turns out uh, that there are some questions about it. New York Times has written two exposés about the exhibit, uh, both of which claiming that it's probably not they're not real, that they're that someone is trying to put someone on the people who own them. Uh, are potentially just trying to up the value of them so they can sell them and make millions of dollars mm. because basket paintings are are uh, worth a lot of cash. And so it's it's a little it's crazy to watch. If there's a new one up right now about it, the New York Times is saying that uh, the FBI has claimed computers and, and email chains at the Orlando Museum of Art between them and the people who own the, the paintings to try to prove that maybe they're in on it. There's some that Oma's collusion. in on it? Yeah, which is a shame because I love Oma. We do a lot of work with them. We're actually covering their Florida Prize event this Friday because they're opening for the Florida Prize exhibition. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite art events of the year that they do. It's all Florida artists. So it's just a little crazy to see... Uh, to see that happen. I, I just mean, how I embarrassing like, for the city, not just the museum. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Oma's smart enough that they would have done their homework, right? Well, they say they've done, they they worked with people who, who approved it. The, the issue is the one authority, like the, the foundation behind uh, the Basquiat estate, they had like a, a committee that would authenticate paintings when they yeah. come up like this, yeah. but they've disbanded. So they, there's nobody like ultimate authority that could give it a green light saying that they're real anymore. Ah. It's just independent art people are the are the only ones that so can say it's So now it's based on hearsay. Kind of, but they but they're working with like excel, you know, experts in their field. Yeah. That have said that it's real. But Ooh. New York Times is yeah, it's very interesting if if you want to go see the allegedly fake, allegedly real baskets, they're up I think for the rest of the year. Over at the Orlando Museum of Art. Until the FBI gets involved, it's going to come down early. <laughs> so go see them now before it's a Netflix special. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go yet at all? You haven't seen them yet. No, I haven't been to OMA in uh, too long, to be oh, honest. Wow. Yeah. You're just focusing on City Arts Factory because you're yeah. on the board there. Yeah, I dance around there quite a bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're a busy man supporting the arts downtown. Mm-hmm. we got to get you over the hood. Uh, UCF's Bounce House just sold its naming rights. So the Bounce House is what UCF students have been calling their stadium forever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? The Bouncy House. The Bounce House. And they named they sold the naming rights to FBC Mortgage. So there it's going to be the, the FBC, FBC Mortgage. Mortgage Stadium. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they like use the whole name. Like, like Citrus Bowl made sense. Camping World Stadium. Oh my God! Too many words. <laughs> it's three words. So is Amway okay? <laughs> Amway's See, okay. We're plugging all of them. I was yeah. everyone. The Amway, Amway makes Center. sense. Amway Bouncing Center. House makes sense. Uh huh. Right. It's two words. Have you been to the UCF Stadium? Yeah. Okay. So you guys know why they call it the Bouncy House, right? Because it's it wiggles. Oh, it, it like it's like a trampoline yeah. when it's, it's full. 
It's small. I'm gonna, yeah, it's a I small don't venue. I like that. I want like I need like a firm rock you need, solid like, stadium. A concrete oh. built stadium. Yeah, that's not gonna move when I walk on it. I don't need to feel bigger than I already am. <laughs> <laughs> Stomping up, clomping up to the top of the. No, I need like solid ground under my feet. Are there? there I remember going to see Elton John and Amway even, and if, if you're in like the nosebleed section, yeah, we got real cheap last minute tickets. Like I don't know years ago. And the the incline was just yeah. Uh, you feel like you're gonna fall over. You're gonna get to the bottom. Yeah, oh if you yeah. Sneeze too hard, you'll end up <laughs> in his lap. Like you just like snowballing the whole way down to the bottom. I don't want to do that. Uh, U.S. Fish and Wildlife just uh, were forced to update their manatee habitat protections, which is great. Have, they were sued. I don't know if y'all know this, but the federal government was sued for their stance or lack of a stance on protecting our poor manatees because they're dying i think we lost like 1100 last year they're they're a huge number already lost this year right it's crazy i mean um because they don't have any food oh that's yeah that's part of it then boaters and i mean we could have a whole segment on this i would love like i mean i would love more data on what percentage is from contaminated water or contaminated food versus like boats hit like it's actually hit by boats. I actually I saw some data and it was like seventy percent they think is from starvation because wow. the water quality is so poor. Bad. Yeah, specifically in places like the Indian River Lagoon, mm. the grass that they eat, the seagrass, is just gone. It's like a like what used to be like a grassland underwater for manatees to just graze all yeah. day, like water buffalo. Uh, is completely degraded and gone just because of like nutrient runoff, sewage systems, uh, like weird things along the upriver that yeah. just clog everything up with more algae. So there's nothing for the manatees to eat, and they're just dying. So these uh, these agencies, I wrote them down. That's an even harder problem to solve. The boat thing you can solve, right? Kind you of, make like, everybody put cages on their motors or something. Yeah, or Imagine. go slower or. You know, don't go this route, but right, which they do in certain sections if yeah. they know that that's where they. Well, they had a out. campaign for that at Memorial Day weekend. They had really? patrols out there to make sure if they were going slow through the manatee areas. I mean, I forget. There's a huge percentage of manatees that they inspect that have been wounded by boat props. Right, it's, it's and then if terrible. you're already starving and hungry, it's no. That's it's that's no what help. the point is. If you're already yeah. your immune system's already hurt and you get hit by a, a boat, it just makes it worse. Chance of survival for the manatee goes down tremendously. Ugh. So. Heart goes out to him. DeSantis is also going to give another $30 million, apparently, in the new budget if it gets approved. Oh, look uh, up, to up. Help with manatees. That's what I was saying. That's, now I see. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. a dog whistle, Ben? You want to see if he comes over? And he was very <laughs> curious at us. He was he was ready to come smell us or something. Oh. Yeah, he was very he wants to see, he wants they want to say hi on the is it yeah. they or he he wants to say hi to the radio I could gender him if he's an if he's if his underwear is that tight that's a he like <laughs> we could we could gender that pup uh oh we only have a little bit of time pet alliance is all they're they're nearing completion on their temporary cat shelter downtown they had to build a new one because their old home uh over by millennia got burnt down and the so, crazy cat lady burned down her house? No, no. The Pet Alliance. Oh. Not just some crazy lady. Oh. No, this is like an organization with millions of dollars. But the cats the didn't make it. The dogs did. Well, <laughs> they lost. They knew how to run away. <laughs> <laughs> they were closer to the fire. The cat section of the 
Come on, guy. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's exit was too close. You can tell where cat people are. Tired and they couldn't get to them. And the dog one is in the back and has easy access to the yard because that's they have to get oh. the dogs in and out of the building. So they got the dogs out. And they couldn't get a lot of the cats. Wow. So a nine lives stuck. thing isn't true then for cats. Not when you're stuck in a fire done all at once. Ugh. Really? That's what it looks like. So, so they're you, building a temporary Chinese, Chinese cat. cuisine. Do you have like some positive news? You went from dying Before the break to cats blotting on fire. Uh, you know what? Come on back after the break and we'll give you some even sadder news. With maybe a couple of good ones thrown in there. Happy gay days. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema, and it has tons of comfy couches and table service options to maximize your movie viewing experience. Screening this week is Crimes of the Future, starring Viggo Mortensen and Kristen Stewart, and it's all about humans adapting to a synthetic environment and evolving into something else. I don't know what, because I haven't seen it. Uh, this Sunday will be a special screening of The Illusionist at 11 a.m. On Her Majesty's Secret Service will be the free popcorn flick in the park feature on Thursday, June 9th in Winter Park. And cult classic Raising Arizona starring Nicolas Cage is on Tuesday, June 14th. Also coming up is the Father's Day Barbecue on Sunday, June 19th with a special screening of Airplane. Don't call me Shirley. Go to enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. Brendan, did you know that you and I wrote a book? I seem to recall. Yeah, it's got a hundred things to do in Orlando before you die. Yes, it is a guidebook to all the fun things that you can do in Central Florida. Things you might not have heard of. Things that we might have been keeping secret just to put in this book. I'm going to tell one secret. Pinball Lounge. Ooh, we love the Pinball Lounge. Orlando Wetlands Park. That's two secrets. Yes. You got one more? Uh, Skydiving somewhere. (laughs) Go to 100thingsorlando.com to get your copy signed today. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo, what's up, man? Not much. How you doing, John? I am I am great. I am really, really great right now, but I got a question for you. All right. So let's say I get in an accident, and I hire you, which I would, because you're the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. How long is my case going to take? A day? A month? A year? So, you know, typical lawyer answer is it depends. But, you know, most cases probably take three to six months. Now, if it goes to trial, if it's more complicated, if you're filing a lawsuit, then it could take year, you know, a year or sometimes a couple years. Um, You know, most cases, though, they resolve prior to filing a lawsuit. It usually takes around three to six months. But again, every case is different. It depends on the complexities of the cases. If liability is disputed, meaning if the other side's saying they're not at fault or not. So there's a lot of factors that determine how long a case takes. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. (laughs) 
support for Bungalow in the Bus comes from Orange County Library System, which hosts its annual summer reading program June 4th through July 23rd. This year's theme is Oceans of Possibilities and offers free camps, classes, and events for kids and adults. Registration is now open. For more information, visit OCLS.info slash SRP or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. And we're back. Uh, that was a quick little break, boys. We're hanging out at uh, Avanti Resorts over on International Drive for Gay Days, attending the Gay Days Expos with uh, Ben and Scott from Ben Lobby Homes. Hey, what's up? Right after this, we st- uh, we watch a uh, Speedo runway show, right? I, I think we're kind of getting one anyway, because <laughs> we're in the lobby. This I just found game. out I kissed a girl and definitely didn't like it. It definitely didn't. <laughs> You've been holding that in your pocket this whole yes. time. Yes. <laughs> I missed my first shot. Like Tourette's. You just needed to shout it out. Yeah. Oh, someone ah. needs you, Scott. Do you need to go off? Ah. Oh, it's your, la- it's your tablet. Uh, before the break, we were, ta- we were sharing a whole bunch of sad news. Did you guys have any good news to get out of your pocket real quick before we jump back into the headlines? Ben Lobby Holmes had a great May. Oh, didn't you just get an award? Oh, yeah. You were right by... Um, Wait, is it Thursday? <laughs> How many awards did you get this week? No, that was a throwback Thursday post. I got uh, that like a month ago Oh, or so. It still applies. I can't keep track of it. Like top producer? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we got recognized for being um, one of the top 150 agents in uh the central florida area wow yeah. that's by, pretty big by orlando top producers the magazine for a for a new agency that's big news right yeah for a brand new team yeah uh-huh because we're it. only 12 months old as a team but i've been around forever yeah I'm you're like, starting to show your age oh thank you <laughs> where <laughs> like what <laughs> thank you Scott. <laughs> clearly stem cells are involved with ben <laughs> regime he i looks, ain't that rich <laughs> <laughs> Insane. but if you have a recommendation let me know <laughs> <laughs> okay well guys it's pride month are you doing anything exceptionally pridey besides hanging out at the gay days expo here what do you do to celebrate pride oh i go, usually okay go to talk about on the radio <laughs> Used to go down to the Keys, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, things like that. It's a great month. Okay, I'm just gonna go be gay for the month. You just just this month, and then it's over. I mean, especially this month, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you like go out? You go dancing? Do you like? Do you go support local merchants? Like, what's something people people should know to do? What do you do for gate for pride? Well, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, June is just a ton going on, and it's the thing I don't like about the beginning of june everyone tries to get their event in like a semi has their thing going on this week and so it's like there's so much that could be done if we spread it out a little bit more do you know anything about that it's kissimmee pride fest right over it's in their civic center uh, yeah i believe in the saturday only i believe and it's really just and it's more like a showcase of gay things like gay businesses and stuff the only reason i know about it is because someone here was telling was me telling that, about it's, it. that it's take it's conflicting yeah we just we had it uh we just talked about it on jim colbert show i was giving them some cool things to do over the weekend and that's happening saturday saturday i'll be going to dc pride next weekend Ooh, yeah what happens there 
all the gayness around the Capitol. Yeah? Is yeah. it like a circuit party in front of the Capitol? No, it's it's actually uh, Washington Capitol Pride is what it's really called. Okay. So, I mean, there'll be there'll probably be circuit events, but there'll be um, a large festival, parade, uh, more like Pride events like Orlando Pride rather than gay day events like we're at right now. Like Typhoon Lagoon, because they're doing that this weekend. Yeah, that's uh, Friday. tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Friday night. I used to, when I worked for Disney, I would pick up shifts at the Typhoon Lagoon party because it was so fun. And I couldn't afford to get in. But I would be like the guy that sold the drink tokens. Ah. So I'd be like flirting and giving them like a little extra one every once in a while. Uh-huh. Yeah, and getting uh-huh. a little token. But uh-huh. I loved it. What were you saying? You're whispering to each other. I don't know. <laughs> Are you going? <laughs> No, I was gonna. I was gonna bring something up, but I didn't want. I want to make sure it was all right first. So okay, we'll keep it secret. You can tell me later. <laughs> I have some gay news. We have some gay headlines we can talk about. Ooh, seems appropriate for this, this month. One's, this one's a little enraging. Uh, a woman was just sent to jail for kissing another woman. What? I know, but there's more to it. Where? But that's the basics here in Florida. Isn't that oh. amazing? So Orlando Weekly just wrote an amazing in-depth piece about it. Uh, her this woman was you know she was arrested in Oviedo uh, for possession of Xanax and driving with a suspended license in February 2021, mm-hmm. and then she was ordered to attend a drug program. And I guess you get to choose the drug program that you attend, and she chose the one with like the quickest turnaround. Okay, get in and out is over quicker. But, but but it's. The one that she chose is called Teen Challenge, even though she was like a 29-year-old woman. Like, she's an adult, but it's called Teen Challenge. And it's uh, it's religiously affiliated. And so the Florida, Florida statutes allow substance abuse facilities that are associated with religious nonprofits like Teen Spirit or Teen Challenge to be exempt from state licensing and oversight so they could just kind of come up with their own policies. Okay. And they knew she was gay and when she checked in they they wanted her to renounce her homosexuality right there at check-in and she was like, no, I'm, I'm good. Let's just focus on the <laughs> substance abuse. And part of the rules is there's a no touching rule. Uh, of this program. And this program and it's a year-long program and she was 10 months in and she uh, eventually... She got caught making out with someone else who was on the program. Oh. And it violated the no the no touching rule. And so she was kicked out of the program. And because she was kicked out of the program, that's a violation of probation. So she was sent to Seminole uh, County Prison. Really? And she's and they're saying, you know, maybe we can get you into another program. She's like, girl, don't send me back to another program. It, they just wanted to convert me the whole time. And the whole time she was in there, people would just say awful things to her about because she was gay. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe that's the root of your addiction problems. We can't treat your addiction problem until we treat your sexuality issues. And isn't that crazy? Holy crap. And so it's this whole convoluted web uh, of how people are being treated here in Florida still today. And this program it was apparently affiliated uh, where is that? It was affiliated with the Exodus Inter- International, which is that conversion therapy group. Yeah, they're uh-huh. still around. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And their influence is still rippling. Uh, the, what county the was ripple this? Ripple effect. Seminole, I think Seminole? he said. Seminole. Seminole County. But they brought her to Orlando for sentencing. Wow. Yeah, I know, and that just is crazy. So, and I think it's really important. It's Pride Month. People should know about it. Uh, and again, you should go read it on OrlandoWeekly.com to see, hear all about it. Because I think we should all be talking about that things you don't think about 
Yeah. Right? And the yeah. fact that it's state-sponsored, state state-allowed uh, to be putting people in those situations, that's a tough place to be. That's kind of weird that the state doesn't have oversight on those programs and just allows religious ones to do them their, do them their own. And I guess because it's right. like part of worship or something, it's like if it's religious, if it's a Christian-run organization, they, they, they don't want to dive into it because maybe it's hurting their expression of their religion but i'll tell you what it's a state-sponsored program and if you're getting pushed in there because of a judge but how is it how is is a state-sponsored program that is ran by a religious organization following separation of state and church at all it's not but also it's florida so i'm not super surprised yeah gross go go check out i think it's a it's an easier read Give me some uh, positive news. <laughs> Let me see. I don't know if I have any. Oh, uh, uh, oh I got one. So DeSantis did do something good. What? I know. It's amazing. Great he, news. He just passed this bill that expands uh, where smaller restaurants can apply for these streamlined liquor licenses. It's, oh, really? He'd done it a couple of years ago with uh, like Thornton Park and, and uh, downtown Orlando. If you were under a certain size of restaurant i think it's 80 seats or 80 seats and above you can now apply for a liquor license whereas it used to be like 150 or something right very cool so they expanded to you guys soto so yes we have places on michigan that are very excited about curry ford west Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh and it was led by a soto based business rob bear from tin and taco Mm -hmm. and soto pizza soto square pizza i had one of those pizzas last week and What'd you think? It's too close to my house. <laughs> Ooh, I know where I'm going for dinner. It's real, real good. Detroit. I'm not cooking pizza. you dinner. Soto Pizza. Yeah, it's right next to Tin and Taco. Hell, I'm going. Owned by the same owner. He's from Detroit. He knows what's up. Those pizzas it's, are delicious. It's badass. I ain't cooking tonight. No, go get that special pizza. Do you they do? Are hard. they on DoorDash or Uber Eats? No, you got to no. go in in person. Ugh. They're Detroit style, so it's pan pizzas. Yeah. Square cut. Call now oh, before you leave and pick it up on your way home. Smart. Mm. I like the way you think. Thanks. Me too. It just happened. And what? He did a limit. They do two hundred and or one hundred a night. Once they run out, they run out. And then, yeah, it's true. What? So get in, get it in early. You, they don't. Once they run out, you're done. So if you, they get if 101, uh-huh. sorry, no pizza. Soto pizza. Because they Soto, proof, yeah. you have to proof okay. the dough. You have to let it sit overnight and do its thing. Do we like might magic have, we might have overly, pr- uh, overly uh, um, plugged them tonight. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted to go there a few days earlier, and again, they say, sorry, we're closed. We're out of pizza. And I didn't ask yeah. for an explanation. I was just upset. <laughs> yeah. So... I did some research and found out that they have a limit. They should always follow it up with why they can't give you one. They should have the limit yeah. like on their website. We have this many pizzas remaining. Oh, Ben, you just made some friends. And then the price goes up as the pizzas go out. Ooh. <laughs> That's not pizza. This is fun to get scoped out. It's a newsflash. Or maybe my... We my, should always have an audience. My shorts are real short, so... Uh, I know you guys can't see this, but this audience is huge. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of people here. Uh, the Have you been to Soseki? So Seki. It's an omakase restaurant in Winter Park. They specialize in sushi. And omakase just means like the chef decides what and how much he's feeding you. you I was going to say, I don't even feed. know what omakase means. There you go. Like a chef's table. I need to like work on my food bouginess to keep up with you two. <laughs> Jesus. You can't. If you would look the way you do, if you were, if you were eating pizza with us all the time. <laughs> you can't do that to yourself. Where is this in Winter Park, though? Because I know two grapes. No, I know two 
great pl- sushi places in Winter Park already. Closer to Four Rivers. Okay. Yeah, on that stretch. Uh, they're expanding into this space next door, an old bakery, and he's going to be building a sake lounge. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because Pom, Pom Poms, they yeah. kind of turned into a sake lounge at night. They're still making mm-hmm. sandwiches, but you can hang out and drink like medicinal sakes. But it's interesting to see other people picking Pick that up. up. Yeah, maybe we're on a sake trend. Sake well, is also a wine, too, so you don't have to get a liquor license. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I, I did notice that Orlando's starting to get on some of the more of the foodies websites for places to stop and eat. So definitely. Well, Michelin, we talked about that last episode. Yeah. Michelin's coming to town. We'll know this month if, if any of the Orlando restaurants are going to get a Michelin well, really? star or something that's underneath. I can't remember what they're called. Is this in your book, your, your date night book? A uh, hundred things to do in Orlando before yeah, you die. Yeah, don't you have a list of places to eat? There is. Yeah, there's a bunch of restaurants. Like so. oldest restaurants, all the cool ice cream places. Mm. We have a roundup of donut shops in there, too. Salty donut in there? It is. Oh. I think salty donut is the best donut in town. I still think I stick with Glass Knife, but... Uh, I love them, but it's cakey. That's not a donut. Their stuff is... It's really? Too... I find like salty donut to be cakey. I guess it depends on the donut. Yeah, and I guess it depends on the cake. But I will I will say, if you want food porn, Salty I Donuts do. Instagram account. Wonderful. They are that they have mastered food porn. They're great community partners oh my God. too. They gave us gift cards and stuff all the time for bingo. And yeah. He so, got so, away at bingo. So how did a tire company get to be have this award to give out for these it, Eclectic, awesome restaurants. A Michelin man. Allegedly, someone told us this last week. Okay, um, it was all about wearing people's tires out. <laughs> like they, what? they came up with travel guides uh, for people to go drive their car around. And so, if you were driving more, you would need to get your tires replaced. That was yeah. You just made it. Hey, yeah. Hey. It's hey. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. You're, and you're such, you're such good friends. You pronounce his last name correctly. Yes, because he's such a good guy. Oh, that's <laughs> like happy pride. Always a pleasure. <laughs> you're famous, Bam. Apparently. I told you I can't walk around the pool without saying hi to everyone. <laughs> this audience you're attracting. Oh, look who else we got. And the pup. <laughs> hey. Hey. Arf. Arf. Nice to see you, puppy. Thanks, guys. Yes. You're not saying we have we have people coming up to talk to Ben, and there's a, a puppy man. Thank you so much. Thank have you. a great have a great time in the pool. Awesome. Uh, I have more foodie restaurant ah, things. I didn't pay him to do that. Please <laughs> hug me. Orlando Brewing just shared their news about where they're moving. Oh. Uh huh. And uh, well, because they have to leave their Soto spot, right? Were you there for the announcement? I w- was not there for the announcement. You weren't? No. Okay, just happened, so you didn't miss much. But they, we've been waiting for them to announce where they're moving to. And they made it sound like, maybe I drive. Maybe Edgewood. Like, they, did, they didn't know where he was going. He was waiting for someone to make a really sexy offer. Apparently, he got two offers because he's moving to International Drive. He's going to be out this way. And he's opening a tap room at the airport. Ooh. Right? Very okay. smart. Here's the problem with the airport, though. Uh-huh. I don't fly out to out of every single terminal, so I don't see 
three-fourths of the food options at every channel. I feel like all the good ones are in the ones that I never fly out of. Right? So you don't go yeah. international that often? No, I don't no. go anywhere. So <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You know, it's funny. When you're in the Southwest Terminal, you have Burger or McDonald's, Burger King, little tiny places. You get it in the, the yeah. high fare ones. All of a sudden, we're into like the cigar bar. You got high-end you know, food. I have noticed that. Cask yeah. and yeah. larder is there. Like you fly in Spirit? Oh, there's no restaurant yeah. You got Dunkin' Donuts, Taco Starbucks. Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> Starbucks won't even go there. Well, we're oh very God. excited about them. They're going to be out of their Soto location uh, by July 5th. I think that their last day of operations is the 4th. Yeah, we did a celebration over there. Um, actually, it was a few months ago. And really great turnout. I got to learn how they make beer. And some of the people that the customers they have is really neat. For I, Soto After Dark? Yes. And John does a tremendous job. I learned a lot. John Cheek. The hippiest old man in Orlando. That sounds like a good team tour. You, we need to. Yeah. It's, I got another fun. one for you. Yeah? Yeah, we're doing a stand-up paddleboard glow paddle on the 9th. Uh, Bungalowers teaming up with Epic Paddle Adventures. We're going to take people out on Lake Ivanhoe. Oh. And it's evening, so as soon as it gets dark, your, your boards will light up. And everyone who goes will get a copy of 100 Things to Do in oh, yeah? Before You Die. And then we're going to go have some drinks over at the Pinery after. Mm. Yeah. Go check that out. That's on bungalore.com. So the question, do some of the paddle boards have like training wheels so you don't tip over? Yeah. I'm getting the biggest one. <laughs> and it's actually the party paddle board. Party paddle and it's board. for like 12 people. That's what I was like, I just need a giant one in case a gator jumps up on it. And I know I got lots of room. I can just kick it in the face and run. You know, like, give me, give me lots of space. That's what I wanted. And I can have, and we're, we might record out on the board too, so we'll see what happens. Uh, you can celebrate Filipino Freedom Fest on June 11th and 12th at East End Market from 4 to 8 p.m. It's an observation of the Philippine Independence Day. Oh. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some real good foodies there if you're hungry. Mm. Have you? Do you like Filipino food? Can't say that I've had a lot of it. Mm, this is your chance. Yeah. Maybe I'll take you so you can try all the things. Yes, I know where we're recording next. Do <laughs> you want to go there? Sure. Okay. It's actually, well, Kaya is this new, uh, the Cadence people. It's another chef's table omakase restaurant. Uh-huh. It's the one that's like black. It's a black building by Stardust. Okay. And you just see people's legs popping out of this like very low window. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's like an ankle window. Uh, they took over the Dandelion Community Cafe building over okay. in Mills 50, and they're transforming that into a Filipino restaurant. And they're the ones that are kind of behind spearheading the celebration at East End Market. Gotcha. Yeah. And actually, what people don't know, uh, John Reif, who's behind East End Market, he's the owner, is an investor in that new Filipino restaurant. So, nice. Yeah. All those he's such things. a nice guy. Yes. And also very crush-worthy. Very what? Crushworthy. <laughs> I love John Rife. And he smells good and he's nice and he used to be a cheerleader. I like all those things. Yeah. I'm sure his wife will say the same thing. Always. <laughs> she knows too. When she sees me, she's always like, oh, okay, bro. <laughs> Calm down. Giovanni Fernandez from Dash Real Estate. Also another guy that I have a giant crush on and his wife is always just very nice when she sees me. Yeah. Because they know I'm a fan. I'm not going to do anything and I can't. Because they're like, they're beautiful men. What am I going to do? Oh, M Lounge. Remember when M Lounge closed? They closed? 
Oh, oh, I see how far behind oh, the times. Oh, like, Oh my God! <laughs> see, yeah, see, they're already into the I Z need to lounge. Go, I need to go fix my bungalow or subscription. <laughs> subscription. <laughs> Something's happening. You're not getting the. Those emails aren't coming through. <laughs> they, uh, probably it's all in your spam. Uh, <laughs> with all the other trash news, <laughs> the uh, M Lounge closed. I want to say right after New Year's. Yeah, yeah, they did New Year's, and then immediately it closed. Uh, we were actually thinking about going there for New Year's, but then we ended up at. Um, um, Eden. Oh, nice. No. Downtown? No. That's with the um, T-Bar. No, no, no. Uh, on, off of 1792 in Maitland, that place. Oh, NZN uh, Theater. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's where we went to New for New Year's. The 007 party? Yeah. I've done that a couple times. Yeah. I don't need to do it again. No. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard. Well, I, I never found it intriguing enough to go. I went in drag one year and the owner As of the building touched my butt. As a to Bond the girl. Yeah. <laughs> it was really As fun. a Bond woman? Yeah. <laughs> a suspiciously large Bond woman. <laughs> I had like a flapper dress and a, like a, a white afro. A Bond woman five years later? <laughs> glasses, yeah. I do have to say, we talked about this a couple times now on the show, but we went to MegaCon. Yeah. And I, was, I was dressed like Archie. And yeah. I, we were going up the escalator. This girl stopped on the stairs next to me and she looked me up and down and she said, Oh, the highs and lows of high school football. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like excited for her because it was really funny, but also really bad. <laughs> but I can't fight her with that. She's right. Uh, anyway, M Lounge closed. It's been closed. We wrote a huge expose about the reasons why it's closed. I'm not going to get into it now because it's political AF. It's crazy. But there's a new place that's already in soft opening there. It's called Elevate Rooftop. Oh, thank God. Uh, and it's a soft opening four to four p.m. to two a.m. daily. They have an all new menu, and it's a totally new concept. And they have a grand opening scheduled for the twenty fourth. So it's crazy of June. Yeah, it's coming whoa, whoa. up. I'll be there. Coming up, and guys, we're almost out of time. Let's recap. You're you're here at Gay Days. You have a booth. If people come to the booth and register, they can get invited to a very special party that you're hosting on Saturday, right? Correct. Saturday, 7.30 to 9. Okay. What else do people need to know? That now is the time to sell property if you have it as an investment property and purchase because of interest rates and everything that's going on. We Going high. It, it is, but remember, the your home is going to appreciate more than the interest rates are right now. Okay. So you're going to still be ahead of the game. You're going to have equity. Market is shifting. In favor of selling. Well, it's it's going to slowly, I mean, I mean like 18 months slowly. Okay. It's going to slowly shift away from a seller's market to a buyer's market. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. But I got to buy now. All right, come on back next week. I don't know where we're going to be, but it'll be crazy. I'm super mm. excited. Thanks, Ben Lobby Homes. <laughs> <laughs>